Well, hello and welcome everybody to another of our Tidings of Comfort and Joy this Advent. And with me, I'm delighted to have David Niblack. Hello, good to be back. Good to be back. After. On the famous Martin's podcast. <laughs> Westlake podcast. Right, and David, I'm going to ask you a question. In the accounts of Christ's birth, it all happens at Bethlehem. Why Bethlehem? Why Bethlehem? Well, where we're from is important, right? It's one of the first questions we ask. Hey, where are you from? And we might be proud to say, I'm from here or less proud. And yeah, I'm from Bognor Regis. There's nothing to boast about. If you I'm know from Bognor California. Regis. I say the state, but then people say, oh, where? San Jose. San Jose is a pretty boring city. So, but why Bethlehem? Bethlehem was in some ways the significant is that it isn't significant. It's a little yeah. village six miles south of Jerusalem in the hill country. However, I think where we're from puts us into a bigger story, right? That's why we ask, where are you from? What influenced you? What, what do you connect to? And that's a, it's a bigger story that helps explain our identity. And for Jesus being born at Bethlehem, there was a very important link to a story that came before. In fact, several stories. If you go all the way back, Bethlehem was really a, a town shaped by sadness. It was where Rachel had died. And then it was a, it was a place of uh, violence in the time of the judges. Then there were some positive stories. We have the story of Ruth, you know, Ruth, who is a, a foreigner from Moab, and her mother-in-law left Bethlehem. And then there's an interesting detail because Bethlehem is a two-part name, like New Orleans, and it uh, means house, Bethlehem, of bread. There was a famine, and so uh, Naomi leaves Ruth's mother-in-law, and they go to Moab, where Ruth gets connected to, to Naomi. So she leaves the house of bread because there is no bread and goes That's to a right. foreign land where everything goes wrong. That's right. It's a place of grief, of loss, of death. And then there's that little remark in the book. She heard that the Lord had visited his people and there was a new a bread. There was a harvest of the harvest time. And so they return. You know, Ruth is going to marry Boaz and she's going to call Bethlehem her home. And she's going to be the great, what, great, great grandmother to King David. And uh, he is from Bethlehem. It's where in Bethlehem where he is anointed king. And uh, that's, that's a very significant very, uh, reality that happens at, in Bethlehem. Yeah. And Bethlehem will become known as the city of David, a, a connection to the royal line of David, which is why J Joseph, when the Caesar puts out this decree for everyone to be counted for the census, he has to go back to his town of lineage, Bethlehem. And uh, there is where... Christ will be born. And I think it's very significant. It's called, even Luke calls it the city of David. Uh, it had become known for that link. And so while it was a, a sort of a sleepy village and not real, not an exciting place necessarily in itself, it had this tie to history. And so Christ had to be born there. He was coming from the line of David. It's saying, this is the son. This is the, the descendant of David that God has promised. And right according to plan, Mary and Joseph are in Bethlehem when she gives birth to our king. It's great, David. So when the prophet Micah talks about a great ruler coming from Bethlehem, all this backstory of David, this being David's town, when we get to the Gospels and they start mentioning Bethlehem, we know something amazing is going to happen. That's right. That's right. And we know, right? They say they, they do their research when Herod is looking. He says, well, we know the Messiah will be born in Bethlehem. Yeah. So they, they knew and that was, they were waiting for that. 
And, you know, this huge bureaucratic machinery of the Roman Empire had to go into play. And here the emperor, who was the most powerful man in the world, he issues this decree, which obviously would not have been very good news to everyone to go back and to register for tax purposes. And God used that to orchestrate things so that his son would be born right at the right place, the true king. I think encouraging for us, right? The movers and shakers of this world often are doing exactly what God wants so that his people will be provided for, so his plan will go forward. David, thank you so much. So as we prepare ourselves for Christmas, we can do so knowing that God prepared the way for the coming of the King at Bethlehem. That's right. David, thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, Martin. And as David heads back to Geneva, our little piece of Advent music today is an arrangement of O Little Town of Bethlehem by the Salvation Army Band. God bless you all.